Recorded live. Good evening, good evening. We give honor to God and we praise his name and we thank him for today and all that he's done, his goodness and his mercy and his keeping power. We welcome you to the Bible study tonight and we're going to ask our minister Chapman if she will open with a word of prayer and then I'll come back on and let you know what the topic will be and the scriptures we'll be coming from. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight, Father God, just to say thank you for another day, God. We thank you, Father God, for how you blessed us, how you watched over us, and got us back at our, our appointed destination, God. God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, if there's anything, God, that we have done that was not pleasing in your sight, God, just forgive us, Father God. We're sorry, and we ask you to just clean us and make us new again. God, we thank you for the for this study tonight, and we pray, God, that the listeners will will find some food that they can digest, Father God, and that the words of the study will be explained to the point, Father God, that they will have no doubts in their mind what prayer is tonight, God. We bless your holy name, and we thank you, God. We give you the honor now and forevermore. In Jesus' holy name we pray. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Uh, we want to thank God for each of you tuning in tonight, and we also want to give God the honor and the glory, because for if it were not for God's ultimate sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ, we would not have the opportunity to be able to discuss the word in the spirit. So we're coming to you tonight, and our topic is going to be, How do we pray? And who shall teach me? A lot of us think that uh, we don't know how to pray, but praying is simply talking to God. And we're going to be coming from several different scriptures. They, uh, They begin to speak. They will elaborate on the scripture that they're using to bring this topic out. And uh, one that I would like to uh, bring out is Romans 8 and 13, I'm sorry, Ephesians 3 and uh, 14. And it talks about the prayer for the inner growth. And we're going to ask if uh, each one is coming on. We're going to take this particular scripture as a base. But each person speaking tonight will give their own scripture and discuss the meaning of it. So I'm going to turn it over to the panel so that they can begin the discussion. Praise God. Um, I would like to um, say as well that there is no uh, secret formula to prayer. As our evangelist Ann has stated, prayer is just communication with God. You can just pray any type way that you want to pray. Pray simple prayers. Pray honest prayer. Pray sincere prayers. When you come before God, you pray with an open heart and an open mind unto the Lord, and he will hear a sincere prayer. Um, I want to bring out uh, the scriptures that, that is found in Romans, um, I think is Romans 8.26. Um, it says, Romans 8.26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmity, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And sometimes we really do not know what to pray. But if we are filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God, the Holy Ghost will take up intercession for us. When we know not what to pray, he intercede to God for us with groanings and moanings. Praise God. But we as saints of God, we need to pray always. And and like I said, there is no, no particular time to pray. There is no um, uh, formula for praying. Just honestly seek God's face. And God will hear. He loved to hear a sincere prayer. Um, uh, prayer, you don't pray just to just to be uttering words before the Lord or see how fancy you can be in prayers or try to model yourself after someone else's prayer. But what are what is your heart saying before God? What are your inward thoughts that you need to express to the Lord? What are your desires? 
What are your concerns? Those are the things that you bring before the Lord in prayer. And when you pray like that, when you pray with an honest heart, when you pray with a sincere heart and an humble spirit before the Lord, Lord will surely hear your prayers. Amen. This is this is Sister Chapman on the phone, and I just like to. I've got a few scriptures to go with, but they're they're short scriptures. But um, I would like to first say I just thank God for it. And prayer is the key to the heart of God. Uh, prayer is the only way to to a real and personal relationship with God. And when we pray, we have to pray acknowledging that He is God, and that you accept His gracious gift, Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. And we are to pray confessing our sins and accepting his forgiveness. For Romans 3.23 through 26 says that. And also, too, we pray that his will would be done in our lives, that his Holy Spirit guide us, and that we be filled with the fullness of all God has for us. Pray for spiritual understanding and wisdom. Pray with thanksgiving for all the ways he's blessed us. He's blessing us. Pray when we are ill, lonely, going through trials or interceding for others, you know. Pray to worship him. And just like Evangelist Dorothy said, there is no uh, prayer is communicating with God. And there's not a right way or a wrong way to pray because we all talk to God in our own different ways. But as long as we are confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of our lives, that uh, we give him the glory, we thank him, and we ask him to forgive us of all the sins that we have committed. And with with that, there is nothing we can't pray about. Amen. Nothing. Amen. Ephesians uh, 3 and 14 through 20 reads, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in his love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church of Christ, Jesus, throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And that scripture is telling us that we have to make up in our minds that we want what God has to offer for us. And when we make up that uh, in our minds that's what we want, we fall to our knees and we begin to pray unto God. Many of us don't even think about prayer until some crisis happens in our lives. But God wants us to pray when things are going well. He wants us to pray when everything is in order nothing is out of disarray. He wants us to understand that he has an ear to hear what he has what we have to say to him and in return he teaches us through our tests and trials how to pray. What do you mean he teaches us how to pray? When you get down on your knees and you start to pray and you're telling God everything that's on the inside, you're revealing a part of you that belongs to God. That part that can reach him in the moment in the quickening that you need an answer. And doing that in reading the Word of God, studying the Word of God, and reading the Scriptures, especially in the book of Psalms, you will begin to pray, and you will know what to pray because the Holy Ghost is teaching you. It will teach you 
how to pray, what to pray for. And, you know, sometimes we get off track and we don't pray what we should. That's what our co-pastor Dorothy Beatty was talking about. We get off track and we know what we should pray for, but we don't. But the Holy Ghost will come in and convict us, pull us back in line, make our prayer honorable that when we give it unto Jesus Christ and he takes it before God, he will be quick to reply to us. We can pray. And God teaches us how to pray through the Holy Ghost. But you also learn to pray based on a simple prayer he left on record in Matthew's, the Lord's Prayer. If you don't know what to pray, if you don't know what to say, if you are lost, confused, and want God to hear you, pray the prayer he left on record. Let him hear that you know there is a prayer that will reach heaven. Amen. Amen. I also want to um, I want to say uh, also it go back to our topic. How do I pray, and who shall teach me? You know how to pray, and I just want to go um to uh, Saint John fourteen twenty six, where it says, "But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, yes, uh, whom the Father was send in my name, Jesus is telling." His disciples this, he shall teach you all things Mm -hmm. and bring all things to your remembrance, whatever I have said unto you. And then it says, um, and who shall teach me? I'm reminded of the the disciples when they came to Jesus and they wanted to know, said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Mm -hmm. And Matthew's, I just want to read this, in Matthew's uh, 5.44, it says, just a moment, but I say no, no. I'm sorry. It's it's not Matthew five forty four. Uh, it's Matthew six, verse five through thirteen. Okay. okay. It says, "And when thy prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, mm-hmm. for they love to pray standing in the synagogues mm-hmm. and at the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men." And how many times have you seen people stand up and they give these long, empty-type prayers because they want to be here, uh, they want to be heard, or they want to be seen by mankind? He said, Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thy prayers enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father, who is in secret, and thy Father, who seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly." See, the prayer is between you and God, not, you know, to be a show unto mankind. But when ye pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. But be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask him. And Jesus told his disciples, he said, now, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And this is known as the model prayer that Jesus left on record. I mean, he didn't use a lot of repetition. He just came straight forward from the heart. Praise God. He he was sincere before the Lord, and he just told God just exactly what he wanted. And that's all we have to do is make it known unto the Lord what is within us. Let the Lord know. And when you and when you pray with God, you might you might say, Lord, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do. But it's in Exodus fifteen, and thou shalt speak with him, and put words in his mouth, and I will be with his with thy mouth, and with thy, and with his mouth, and I will teach him what he shall do. In other words. If you put your trust in God, we don't we don't know what we're gonna pray for, 
But the Holy Ghost always know what we needed. Like in Luke, Luke 12 and 12 says, For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour you ought to say. And God and, and it goes down to uh, Psalms 86 and 11. Teach me thy ways, O Lord, and I will walk in the in thy truth until <clears throat> until my heart to hear thy words. And when you fear the word of God and you do what God have you to do, that's when God can come in you because it's just a simple prayer to an awesome God. When it say, Lord, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do. It said, uh, He will teach you. The transgressions, the ways of the sinners shall be converted unto thee. And I say, God, if we as the people of God stand and do and do what you have us to do and do everything that God has assigned to us, God will come into our life. Because we don't know what we are to pray, Because the, but the Holy Ghost, you have to read your words. Because every time you read your words, the Holy Ghost feeds you. It leads and guides you and show you. But who shall teach you wisdom, and who shall be, and make you to understanding? The Holy Ghost will do that. The more you read, the more you learn. Reading is, is the word of God is like a filling station. It gives you everything that you need. We don't know the hour or the time because you might say, Lord, I prayed and you didn't answer my prayer. But you got to feed what you have, and you got to believe. Because in God, God is a, something that you have to reach out on faith. You got to put your trust in God and stand on God in every way that he has to do, because we can't make it by ourselves. But one thing about it, if we put our trust in God, if we put our trust in God, God will do everything that we need, because God is the on-time God. God is willing to do everything that's in your life. But we got to make a step. And the only way that we can make that step is praying. Open up your heart. If you if, when you get God into your heart, and you and nothing can shake you, that's when God can come into your life. That's when God can move in you. Because we have to have prayer. You can't go nowhere with prayer because prayer is the key. Everybody has to pray. We were founded our loved ones. Each and every were founded on prayer. We got to just let that prayer wheel go. That we just stand in our places and be that light, cause prayer can go where we can't go. Prayer can open doors that we can't open. Prayer can close doors that we can't open. Prayer can do everything that's needed in our life, and we just got to continue to pray. And God will teach you everything that you need, cause we don't know everything, but God is the God of all. God knows everything that every soul needs, and we just got to stand and let God have His way. Amen. And uh, I'm thankful, you know, to God because, you know, a lot of people just don't understand there's something called gratitude. Amen. The Lord gives us life, um, and he gives that abundantly. And when I say abundantly, I mean that he gives us all the things that he knows is necessary for our lives each day. Amen. And we know even from childhood that when favors are rendered, we should give gratitude. Amen. And the Lord just wants us, uh, even as the human race, uh, to make it known unto him, I'm not too proud to tell you thank you. I just want to talk with you. I just want you to know just how I feel from the heart uh, and from the mind. Amen. And that's all God desired, that you will come, uh, amen, and, and submit yourself to him. Humble yourself to him, because we know without a doubt, if it had not been for God who was on our side, if it had not been for him watching over us, uh, keeping us in our right mind, uh, keeping us stable in every situation that we are involved in, uh, amen, and if we would treat life like it should be by acknowledging God in all our ways, he will direct us. Uh, many times in this life, you know, we're in so many uh, bad situations, if you will, because of how things are in our economy, 
But if we would just make it known to God, that, hey, God, I need you. I need to talk with you. I need to get something off my mind. Amen. And then we will know because, you know, God is one that will respond back to you. But all you have to do is make it known that, hey, we need to talk. Amen. And, if uh, you know, we go to um, Psalms 55. And uh, verse 16 and 17, you know, David acknowledged God because of all that God had done for him. But he wants us to know, hey, man, you know, David was the prime example in all that he went through. He was always coming back to God. Amen. And the scripture says, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Amen. 17 says, evening and morning, and at noon will I pray and cry loud, and he shall hear my voice. Amen. And now, through all that we go through with, what about us? Can we come back and tell God, even in failure, in success, amen, even in inquiring in this life, can we come back and tell God, hey, God, thank you. Amen. In Psalm 51, 55 and 1 says, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Whatever it is, uh, God, just just give an ear. Just listen to me. And I will tell you exactly how I feel. Amen. 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 You know, some of us, uh, maybe we think that because we're not in God or in the place of God that we feel we should be, then that we're not, God doesn't hear our prayer or hear our cry. But if we look at the biblical characters in the Bible, when they prayed unto God, such as Daniel and the Hebrew boys, God gave them a faith that was unshakable. There were things in their lives, they had been, uh, taken from their homeland, and now they were prisoners in a strange land, and they were being taught about idolatry, and they were being taught about the things of the world, and they didn't want to give up their belief and their trust and faith in God. So they began to pray, and as they prayed, they first prayed individually, and then they joined together, and they began to pray that God would touch the heart of the individual that was in charge of the slaves, that it would, they would not have to eat the food of the king's palace, which was food that had been offered up to idols. So in their prayer, it was a simple prayer. They said, God, please touch the heart of this guy. Let him know that what we're eating will give us more health and we will look better and fuller and wiser than if we eat the king's food. So for a little while, he allowed it to happen. End result was that they were fairer than the ones that had eaten the food of the king's court. But it was not based on so much that they just ate the food, but along with eating the food, they prayed the prayer. Maybe you're in a situation and all you know how to do is say, Please, God, hear my cry. Please, God, see what I'm going through. It's a prayer. Maybe someone is talking about you and you are having a battle on your job and you don't know what to do. God, please give me wisdom. It's a prayer. Who's teaching you to pray? You're crying out from your heart. Who controls the heart? Only God. Only God knows the intent of the heart of man. So when you begin to cry out and you begin to pray... Trust me, whatever state you're in, when you call on the name of God, you get the ear of God. Jesus begins to intercede for you and take that prayer all the way up to the throne of God. Then this is how you're taught. Because of what you go through, you know you've got to do something. Then you begin to repeat the Lord's Prayer. You begin to repeat the prayer that your mother and father taught you. Now lay me down to sleep. Whatever thing that you think will get you in contact with God, you begin to do it. But it's that part of the body, which is called the soul, that still wants to be with God that cries out for us. It's not something we've done, no goodness of our own, but it's because of the faith 
and the hunger that the soul has to reunite with the Father. So then how do we pray? We call on the Lord and we say exactly what is in our heart with respect to God, knowing without a shadow of a doubt that he will hear this cry and he will answer it. And it's taught all through the Word of God. It tells us how to pray. It tells us what to say. It teaches us how we can reach God. And it's all about learning to pray, not by our own will, but pray the prayer that God will hear, that he will teach us how to make that connection, how to break through, how to get the things accomplished, both naturally and spiritually. But spiritually first, because God say if you seek him first, putting him first, all else will be added unto you. I just want to add on to what my sister has said about praying. Uh, sometimes we liken praying as a difficult thing sometimes. And like she's already stated earlier, praying to God is really simple language. You asking God to do something for you. Look at yourself. And just, 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 just this morning I was praying on my way to work, and somehow I was looking for some words that I really didn't need to use. So it got really, really simple this morning, and I just started telling God about my basic needs, things that I want him to do. And prayer is no more than that two-way conversation between you and God. God may speak back to you at that time, or he may not speak to you at that time. He just wants you to get all out of your heart, pour your heart out to him. You're telling God, God, I need you. God, I love you. I'm in dire need of your help at this time. Or you might have some goals in mind, some dates in mind, some things that you really want God to do at a certain time. But God may even come to your rescue before those dates that you have set in your mind according to your faith and your belief and your trust in God, as some have mentioned already. And um, and prayer is 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 just that communication, be, just between you and God. And, and I, I was listening to one of my sisters on the line. Also, she was talking about the model prayer that he taught his disciples when they were together. And and you you when you pray that model prayer, you're doing nothing but you you first start out with addressing the Father. You're telling God. You you begin to. To talk talk to your father, our father, hallowed be thy name. You're talking to your father. You're telling your father those things that you want him to do. And sometimes you just want to adore him. You just want to magnify him. You just want to worship him. You just want to tell him how much you love him. And you're not specifically asking for anything personally. You just want to love on him. And when you pray when you pray to God, just think about your needs, the things that your daily needs. Just be made aware that you, you have some daily needs. And when you pray, just ask God to forgive you of your sinfulness, as it says in Luke eleven and four. Just ask God to forgive you of things that may have corrupted your mind, may have set you back some time. Just ask God to forgive you of those things. And it's so easily done. God is so loving on us that he will forgive us of those things so easily and so quickly when we ask him. He said all we have to do is just ask him and just be made of your temptations. And it says in Luke 11 and 4, and lead us not into temptation. And God continues to deliver us from all kinds of evil, because evil will cross your path. You may not enter into that temptation, but God will deliver you. God will set you free. God will clear you. God will clean you up, even if you entered into that temptation. And it also states that um, that God will hear you. God is so quick to hear you. And I want to look at First Samuel 13, Starting at verse number 22, it says, For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. 
Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider how great things he has done for you. First Samuel 13th chapter, verses 22, 24. Praise God. Amen. Also, it says, um, praise God, say, how, how do I pray? Again, you pray to the Lord in humility. You pray with a sincere heart. Praise God. And also, you know, there is time, praise God, when others need prayer. So you do intercessory prayers. You are concerned about your sister or brother, Amen. and you begin to intercede on their behalf in praying to the Lord that the Lord will work things out for their good. Praise God. And the beauty about prayer is that you do not have to wait on someone to pray for you. You can talk to God yourself. You can come to the Father yourself. In the olden time, they had priests, and you had to go to the priest. Praise God. And the priest took your request in, hallelujah, before God and, and, and interceded for you. But now, uh, because Jesus has come and broken down that middle wall of petition, we have that right to go unto God ourselves. We can pray unto the Lord for ourselves. And that's the beauty about prayer is that God has given an open invitation that any time that we want to pray, it doesn't have to be morning time, noon time, night time, any time is a good time to pray and to seek the Father. Amen. If I can, um, I would like to go back to, to the uh, model prayer that Jesus gave us in the in the word Matthew uh six and I really wanted to just go from verse nine to thirteen and I'm just gonna give you um Amen. Verse nine, um Jesus said we should give honor to God and his name. Jesus gave us a model that we can count a guideline to go by. Amen. And in verse ten he says we are to pray for his kingdom to come and his will to be done, that there would be a heavenly or a godly presence here on earth. And verse 11, we are to pray for daily provisions. And we've all, we've all said that. And I, 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 like, I like the point that Jesus says we are to pray and ask for forgiveness for our sins and for others who have wronged us. And then at verse 13, we are to pray and ask God to keep us from being tempted and to deliver us from Satan and his power. Uh, uh, a lot of times, um, I, 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 we, we don't always have to go to God in need of asking him to do something for us. Amen. It's not, uh, prayer isn't always asking God to do something for us or, or our needs. Prayer is just communicating with God, telling him, just like sister, Sis uh, Jones has said, just tell him how much we love him, we honor him, we worship him, we praise his holy name, just for the things that he has done in our lives, how he's made a way out of no way. When it seems like all doors were shut, there was a door open. And I think about um, Philippians 4.6, uh, when it says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In other words, we are to always come to God uh, with thanksgiving in our hearts, rejoicing. You know, even though things might not always be going well, but he said rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. For we come before God with with our needs, then he, he meets us. But everything that we, every prayer that we have or say to God, it should be by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen. And when we do pray, we must believe that He is able. Amen. Amen. Grant our prayers. For praying without belief is a useless prayer. Amen. If we go to. Uh, James, uh, chapter 1, verse 2, and it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse 
temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. But let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. So when we pray, we must believe that God is able. I wanted to add as well, um, um, the, the other portion of the question was, who shall teach me? Jesus wants to teach to teach oh. Amen. Jesus wants to teach him teach us himself. He says, come to me, take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. Matthew 28, verse 29. And however, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, and he will show you things to come. Says John 16, chapter verses 13 through 14. And it says, but the, and I'm looking at John 14, 26. He says, but the comforter who is the Holy Spirit, and who the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Just want to add that. Amen. I want you to go with me to John 17. We're going to start at the uh, ninth verse, eighth verse, where it says, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them. And have known surely that I came out from this. And they have believed that thou didst send me. And then Jesus fills the heaviness of the disciples. And he says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. For they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. For And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. So all this they're going through, he realizes that they're not going to be able to make it if God doesn't protect them once he takes them home. Then a little further down he says, I pray not for that they should not take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Mm -hmm. That means he knew there was going to be great temptations in our lives, things coming up. But here he's asking God to teach them and to keep them, to sanctify them through thy truth. And it goes on and on. But what I'm trying to say is what so many have said before me tonight. We have to realize that when we talk to God, we must first be honest and communicating with him, telling him what we are here for, why we're coming before him. And then when our hearts are broken up and we begin to talk to him, we will reveal our most intimate parts in our heart. And that's what God wants to know. He wants to know the intent of the heart. He wants you to come to him honestly, humbly, repentance of all that you've done, that you know you have hurt him. Tell him, God, help me to pray the right prayer. And then God will in turn forgive you of your sins, and you will begin to pray directly unto God. And God will hear your prayer and will answer. And through the word, he will teach you how to pray, how to call out upon his name, 
how to do the things that he wants you to do, how to pray for other people because once you communicate with God in the prayer, you become unselfish. You become concerned about others and you pray for the others. And the more you pray for others, the more that God will do for you because you are doing exactly what his son Jesus did when he was here on the earth. He prayed for the disciples that God would keep them keep them out of harm's way, away from <clears throat> them, protect and shield them, to sanctify them. And these are the things that we will learn through the reading of the word and the voice of the Holy Ghost because he will bring all things back to our remembrance. Amen. And, you know, this is Sister Chapman again. I'm sorry. Uh, and, you know, I think about what you said. You said uh, prayer is the intent. <clears throat> and when, when we look at that, we have to ask ourselves as we pray, does the prayer honor God and exalt his name? What is the purpose behind the prayer? It is personal. Is it personal gain or ambition? Do you pray for others to be blessed and encouraged? Are your prayers done in secret and in humility? Are your prayers focused on attaining godly wisdom, counsel, and direction? God is pleased with these prayers and answer them. It's just not about ourselves. It's about everybody we come in contact with. Jesus prayed for everybody else before he asked the Father of himself something. And we have to put other people in, uh, in, in front of us. Not to say that we don't pray for ourselves, but we're we, we supposed to be just like Jesus he left us an example. He gave us a model prayer that we are to um, function, to, to have our prayers be towards. You know, he, he gave it to us. You can pray it any kind of way, but he gave us how to pray. Jesus does that. And the more we read the word of God and the more we partake in praying and fasting and reading his word, the more he will teach us how to reach the throne of God. It comes from God. Prayer is taught by by God's Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God. When will you pray with God in secret, He will reward you openly. He will give you everything that you need. You might need peace. You might need joy. You might need happiness. You might need all these things. God will come in and God will do Everything, because when you pray with God, it's a one-on-one. It's nobody but you and God. You're pouring out your heart to God, letting God know everything that you need. God, I need a refilling. Every day you need a refilling. God, I need you to touch me, God. God, I want you to make me the man that you have me to be, God. I want you to make me a spiritual giant. Everything that you want, God will just want to hear it from you. Like it's the heart. When you when God get into your heart, that means that you would do everything that God assigned to you. He would you would do it all regardless of what the situation, because you're not putting your trust in man. You're praying before the true and living God that God would come in. God because like I say, with God, God is just waiting for us as the people of God to just come before him because he want to give you everything that you need. Spiritually and naturally. But you got to pray and believe. You have to have your faith. When you pray, you got to believe. Regardless of what the situation is, you have to have that faith to believe that God's going to do it. God is one that's going to try your faith. Because when you like when you praise God and give the honor, God's going to give it all to you. Because they say when the praises go up, the blessings come down. And all they can do, like, if you want to be a spiritual giant, I've said to myself, God, I want to be a giant in you. But you got to pay a price. And you pay that price through praying, reading of your words, through God teaching that God will be able to have his way in your life. Because he's not a respecter of God. He'll give it to anybody if you pay the price. Amen. And as we learn of the Lord, praise God and walk with him and listen to the voice of God as he teaches us day by day, as we seek his face, the Lord began to teach us 
how to pray and to pray one for the other that we may be healed. And I'm reminded over in Matthew's uh, 5:44, it says, "But I say unto you, because a lot of times I'm, I'm, I will read the scripture." Uh, a lot of times, you know, sometimes people hurt you or they persecute you or ostracize you and different things. And this is why I'm bringing out this scripture. It says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you. See, it's not for us to fight against one another. It's not for us to you know, criticize one another. It's not for us to put one another down, but the Lord tell us to pray one for the other. Uh, a lot of times people get in their flesh, and, and and sometimes they don't even know that they're in their flesh, I suppose, and let the enemy use them, praise God, and hurt and tear down and destroy, praise God. But the Lord tell us to pray for them. Don't fight up against them because we're not fighting flesh and blood. We, we we need to pray. Our our warfare is not against one another, but they they, they 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 it's a spiritual warfare, and we must learn to pray as never before in this day and time. We need to pray. Also, I just want to say that um, when you're praying to God, um, I thought about the song, "I Give Myself Away," so that you may use me, God. It's like you have forgotten about yourself, as others have mentioned earlier, that you sometimes you're not going to pray for yourself, but you're interceding for Interceding means you're praying, you're standing in the stead for somebody else. You're asking God to do a mighty work or do something in the life of another person or in the lives of some people who you may be, may be praying for. So you're, 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 you're forgotten about you. It's no longer uh, the pride. It's no longer the whatever they may come up. But you're humble and you're obedient and you're melted down. You've, you, you say, God, I, I don't have no pride. I, I just, just want you to have mercy on me. I just want you to, I'm just before you, God. Just, just look at me. Just see me through and through. And I want you to help me. And I thought about the disciple that was in wherever Jesus was when um, he, he, he said. God, I want you to teach me to pray. And, and, and just as John also taught his disciples, he said to when you pray, say, our Father. And I thought about that person who who wanted Jesus to to help them. They were thirsty. They were hungry. They, they wanted to learn how to pray. Some, you, you become as a little kid. You become as a child before the Heavenly Father, because you're, you're yearning for more and more and more of Jesus Christ. You want to learn more about him. You want to you wanna get that, just, just want him to touch you or do something special in your life. So I just, I just thought about that, you know, as I was just sitting here thinking, thinking about how that person, just, that disciple just wanted to have more, or uh, that right relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm thankful to God because, you know, many times in our lives, um, we are going up against all kind of obstacles and trials and tests and temptations and, amen, and tribulations. And many times, you know, by us knowing this is a spiritual warfare, the enemy would do anything to distract you from abiding in him and keeping your mind stayed on him. You know, many times the enemy can make us angry. And, you know, we'll feel later on after go past, he will use people, amen, to get us upset. And we can be bound and sometimes feel, well, God, you know, hey, uh, I flew around and got tripped up by the enemy, amen. And no doubt uh, the Lord feels different from the way we do and when we feel that we are falling short, amen, and, and God no doubt is asking, you know, us, you know, even in all that we go through with, no doubt he's saying, who wants relief? Who wants deliverance? Amen, and no doubt, and then he'll make it known to us, then come to the source. And, you know, God is our source, and that's our invitation to prayer. 
That's our invitation to come unto him because we are heavy laden and we need God to give us that deliverance. Amen. And if we would call on him, amen, not just when we feel that, hey, we have hit a victory, amen, when we feel that, you know, hey, we have outwitted the enemy because we have stayed in the will of God, but always to know that it's our responsibility to report in at all times to the Lord, whether it's good or bad, but to make it known to him, hey, God, I'm right here. I know you've been waiting on me, amen, and I know you've been expecting me to come unto you. And, Lord, here I am, amen, just like um, when the Lord dealt with Samuel. As a little boy, he wanted Samuel to recognize him and to come unto him and to obey him. And when he called Samuel, Eli made it known to Samuel. The next time he called, just say, here am I, amen. Speak, Lord. Amen. Anyone else have anything they want to contribute to the topic tonight? Teach me, Lord. Tonight we come before you, and many of you have prayers on your heart, and you don't know how to get through to God as to how to pray the prayer. Well, we want to thank each of you for tuning in tonight and listening with us, and we pray that we've given some of you answers and some of you a way in which now you can increase your prayer life. So we're going to ask that our co-pastor, Dorothy Beatty, if she will take us out before the throne of God and in her prayer that she will pray for not only the people that are listening, but for those of us that partook in the study tonight. Lord, we thank you so much. And we just praise and honor you, O oh God, because you are so good unto us, O oh God. And we just thank you, God, for teaching us, O oh God, and guiding and leading us, O oh God. We thank you for the strength, God, that you've given, God, unto us, Father. And thank you, O oh God, for those, God, who have participated, God, even in sharing of your word, O oh God. We thank you, God, for the ears, God, that your words, God, have fallen upon, O oh God. We are praying, O oh God, that you will strengthen, O oh God, that you, God, would keep, that you will make whole, O oh God, that you will work things out, O oh God, that you will give victories, O oh God, that you will establish them in the faith, O oh God, that you will strengthen them, O oh God, and encourage them, O oh God, to go on in you, O oh God. Lord God, give us a closer walk with you, O oh God. Help us, God, to seek your face as never before, and God, that we will love you, God, with all of our hearts, our minds, souls, spirit and strength, O oh God. Let God, faith, God, abide within us, God, as never before. Let us not doubt, O oh God, but believe, O oh God. Put in our hope, our trust, and our faith and confidence in you, O oh God. Let us, O oh God, love you as never before, God, and that we will seek God and strive, God, to please you, God, that we will bring joy to your heart and a smile upon your face, O oh God. I pray, God, that you will strengthen each one of your people, God, this night. Hallelujah, God. We we thank you, Father. God, for opening up our eyes, God, that we will behold wondrous things out of your word, O oh God. Continue to establish your word, God, within our hearts, O oh God, and quicken them within our spirit, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to be living epistles in the earth, O oh God, as never before, God. This night, God, we give all things back into your hands, God, asking your blessings, God, upon your people all over the world, God, your leaders, O oh God, all over the world. We ask you, God, to lead and to guide us all, God, into spirit and into truth. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. And we thank you to you for participating tonight. God bless you and keep you doing this week. Amen.